today we have a guest star. Our guest is Christina. Thank you for being with Thank us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, this is pretty cool. This is going to be our first guest episode, so we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there, I think. We're getting there. <laughs> today we're going to be <laughs> talking like, about... <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about the entire platform of Twitch and streaming as it has evolved and kind of become its own platform, kind of in a lot of ways its own form of public theater. Christina actually is a Twitch streamer. I watched a bit of her stream today. It was very entertaining. You guys did a bit on Zelda today. We sure did. It was pretty crazy. I was playing with my buddy Daniel. If you guys want to follow us, my Twitch name is Sound Shield Maiden. It was pure <laughs> chaos. Oh my gosh. And I got I think I already knew but I realized that you are as big of a fan of Zelda as yes, I am. Yes, Zelda is one of my favorite games, specifically Ocarina of Time. One of the first games I've ever played. And so whenever I got into the idea of streaming, my buddy Dylan was like, hey, there are these games that I wanted to play as a kid I never got to. And for him, it was, it was Donkey Kong 64. For me, it was like, oh, I've always wanted to play Legend of Zelda again and yeah. stream it and just kind of share that experience with other people. When I heard my other friend had it, on GameCube, I was like, oh my gosh, we should do this together and have this nostalgic feeling and get to hang out with a community of people while playing this game. It's so cool. I love how we can do that. And what I think is really cool about streaming is you can go back to something that everybody kind of loves and re-experience it as a community together. <laughs> like, it's just so cool. Yeah, it's really, it's really awesome that the technology has moved forward to be able to allow us to go backwards and share those things with people. <laughs> also, please forgive me. I want to mention this. I, I was talking talking about this when we were vamping, but I'm wearing a hot towel around my neck currently and I have a nice warm <laughs> tea because I, I literally just finished our stream and so my voice gets a little sore because I'm talking for like four hours straight. Yeah, right? that's, I mean, that's something I, I didn't <clears throat> even think of when I w would watch like streamers on Twitch. Like, yeah, you don't think of like, yeah, you're talking for such a long time. Because yeah. I don't stream just by myself most of the time. I stream with a group of friends and so my friend Daniel and Michelle and Garrett are all a part of this team that we've created it's funny because it helps us rest a little bit in between talking but then we also come up with great ideas of hydrating we've made hydrating and drinking water this <laughs> huge thing on our stream and people are now drinking water like you should be every day <laughs> i was gonna say that's a good message to be sending out to everybody it's very yeah sure. we're, we're a very positive group we've called ourselves alpha team bravo that's our name we've been yes, playing a lot of nice. Fortnite, and it's just it's mad chaos we'll be in the middle of a match or something Thing, and I have a lot of nicknames, but there is a character in Fortnite <laughs> called T and Tina who has disappeared, and I have basically taken her place because I love grenades and rocket launchers and all the likes. <laughs> yes. It's just so much fun. Alpha Team Bravo is such a crazy group, and it's just like we're screaming half the time, and everyone's having a blast. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. That's so fantastic. Yeah. I wonder if we've seen you on the because Brian and I, I just got into Fortnite recently. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I got to do something. Our friend Jordan and I realized that we both played the game, but like never really played with each other. And then once we started getting into it, I was like, well, we got to get Han on here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a it's a really great game. It's such a great community because it's such an easily accessible game. Yeah, it's awesome. We actually like we, we've played with a wide variety of people and, you know, that and I think Animal Crossing was the other big one that we have some sense of community. Those yeah. games are just they're perfect because they're very family friendly. You can have people because kind of anybody can pick them up. Yeah, and play it's them. like you have a six year old play or you can have like a you know 42 or whatever older play <laughs> it's nuts it's really cool it's fun how fortnite's just like okay just go shoot people it's so simple <laughs> 
but they make it interesting yeah. still. Yeah, it's, it's got some quirk. It's definitely its own mm-hmm. thing. Do you guys ever play the creative mode that they have? Like the other games that like I guess other people can, other versions? Yeah, some some like indie developers and stuff have sourced their own like game modes into it. There's this creative hub where you can go and then play stuff that other people have built and done. Not, not necessarily the developers, like the Epic team at Fortnite, mm-hmm. but like some indie developers have actually put together game modes and stuff. Yeah, it's so cool. we found one where there is this castle. It is amazing. I love this yeah. map. I have to figure out what it is. Garrett found it. Oh my god, I had so much fun. I was like such a giddy little girl because you have like the little village in front of the castle and like this thing's massive yeah. and then there's like a whole like maze in the back and like someone took the time to like design all of this. It's nuts. It's amazing. For a free game, like a game that is free. That's yeah, just kind of I know. It's like I love that that people are so dedicated to these kind of things because it, you know, it really is an escape for people just kind of like movies are and music even mm-hmm. video games are a major escape and it's great because it's more interactive than any other platform i just saw the other day somebody made an ms dos computer inside the online platform of minecraft that you can actually go up sit at it and play doom within minecraft of within course you game? can oh my god within- that's amazing Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, my mind immediately went to that episode of The Office where Dwight's sitting there and he made Second Life. <laughs> second Life. We've got, hit such a level of meta. I, I love can't that even deal in with. The like, Office too that he was always only like assistant regional manager. He wasn't even owning the airline or whatever it was. Wow, that really they just encompass this character so perfectly. Yeah, it's that's the other thing. Like I've had people say that they won't watch The Office, which is mind blowing to me because it's yeah. so funny. But that show, everybody has worked in that place. Everybody knows all mm-hmm. these people in the real yeah. world <laughs> like yeah it, it's relatable as hell like it's such a good show it, it's fantastic you know fun fact i've actually i've never played minecraft yeah really neither have i i dabbled for a little I've bit i've seen i've definitely but i never really it's one of those ones that you kind of fall off yeah of. i i've seen it a lot i know like i understand what it's about but i haven't i don't know i feel like it's one of those things for me i'm like i haven't been invited you know like no one invited me and i'm also yeah. like i don't care enough because it's just i kept telling people when it first came I'm like is this the guy's version of Sims and guys are like no like like you're just you're building stuff and like you have to like go fight these creepers and whatnot but like you know it's it's different and I'm like okay so you're still it's pretty accurate yeah and I'm like so you're still still building stuff and you're like get to live out a life in this place right and they're like "Well, well yeah and I'm like well that's like Sims like yeah, I think time's just moving fast. Yeah, I have no concept. Well, that's like with me. I still, I still have trouble. Like, I'll think like the '90s were like, yeah, four or five years ago, and then I have to be yeah. like, oh no, that was decades. Oh ago. right, oh right, I'm old. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, it's wild to think that. Wait, I just want to be a kid again, and like, I don't yeah. think anything yep. of it. I'm just doing the things and like playing video games and being on Twitch and everything. It's just so weird to me because I'm like, you know what, being adult really is. It's getting to do the things that you wanted to as a kid but you pay for it when i when i said that to myself i was like oh oh that hurts (laughs) Uh, yep yep i'm an extrovert okay like i need people i need human interaction Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't think i've realized how extroverted i actually are you are i've always considered myself an introvert but i really am understanding now that that is not the truth yeah (laughs) no i think ever since i've known you because you you would say that you're an introvert and like i feel like people would like sort of agree with you but you just you love hanging out with people i do i really enjoy being with people and talking and getting into social Mm -hmm. situations but i also like my bubble i like when like climbing into my own little world and doing my own yeah. thing when I need to. So you're to. like an ambivert. <laughs> I think I'm kind of yeah, a hybrid. Yeah, you're an ambivert. 
And I can yeah. be too. And, and I always say, you know, I'm an extrovert living in an introvert's world and <laughs> just being streaming and everything because I get to be in the comfort yeah. of my own home. I can wear a robe if I want to, like I am right now. <laughs> and exactly. have a hot towel around my neck and tea and just chat with, with people. And it's great because it's it's a way to bring a community together and to get to meet new people as well. I love it. It's, it's amazing. So, yes. Yeah, so let me ask you, actually, when exactly did you start streaming? So I actually had like two start points of streaming. So the first time I streamed ever was on my birthday back in April. It was really fun. Okay. I was playing Portal because it's such a great game. It was one of those... Yeah, I love Portal. Right? I have still yet to oh, play it. Han. Gotta, I've been nagging you to get, do it. I know. I gotta get on it. Han, if I had to recommend like a single video game for you to play that like you could do in a, in a day, like a small amount of time, it'd be Portal. Cause, yeah, because I think okay. it's, it only takes like three or four hours to beat. Yeah, if you hustle and like don't get super into the difficulty with it, like yeah you can crush yeah it the quick. first game's different too like the second one's a lot longer but it was just a perfect yeah. first stream kind of thing because it's it's a puzzle game and you're kind of figuring out the world as you go it, it was just like this was great i got to like learn the complexities of twitch in general and like okay what the heck is how do i go live like what the heck's chat how does this work you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like really basic stuff i i had no idea or, or like changing my scene i'm like what does that mean like what do you oh got it yeah <laughs> yeah so it was really fun and, and i streamed for a little bit i played a couple other games i started playing the witcher 3 nice Such yeah a great and game. i played hellblade senua's sacrifice which is honestly that game I, I seriously, it changed me. I never thought really? I'd feel that way about something. I was that way with two games, okay. actually. I don't know if you've ever played Limbo. No, I've heard of it, though. It's a side-scroller. I can't recommend that game enough. That's one that, like, I really got into the darkness of. It's, like, a super <laughs> dark and creepy and terrifying side Is that the one it's where like, it's all, like, black and white and, like, yes. kind of, like, in the shadows? I, it's one I don't really want to spoil too much, yeah. but I can definitely send my recommendation. I have a okay. list. I added it. <laughs> also, I, I feel like I was like fundamentally changed by the first Last of Us. I thought that they were both great, but the first okay. one like actually rewired my emotions a little bit. Thank you for bringing that up because I actually yeah. just finished watching a playthrough of that. I, I literally sat the other day I love that game. for 10 hours and it was like a no commentary mm -hmm. like someone just played the game straight through because I was like I've seen this before yeah. I remember watching my brother play it when it first came out but I I think I came in halfway through because I heard something about Pittsburgh and then you know I'm like yeah. oh yeah Pittsburgh. I think for the first game that's one of the most fascinating things about it because it yeah. literally like the whole point like the whole story itself is literally they're journeying across the face of like a decimated version of the yeah. United States. It was it was so well done. And it's like everybody kind of sees their home like so many different cities are visited mm -hmm. in the game so so many different cities in our real world see their home city a post-apocalyptic situation and it's like it, it was such a unifying experience for a lot of people because it's like really felt like this daunting experience of like a hell world yeah as like a whole and nation you know it was wild too it's just kind of seeing when you do get there it's not just like the environment itself it's it's like the people changed too and you're like 
oh my gosh, like these people are doing what when you get there? The emotional toll on these characters, like it's just to absorb. It's so like there's all these other things coming out now that the second game has dropped. But I'm like that first game came as close as anything can, I think, within a video game to breaking you emotionally. (laughs) Because like you have to do like the way it's written and the way the gameplay unfolds. It's like it you, you feel all these things that are happening to these characters just that little bit more because you're actually performing these actions. Yeah, no, it was beautiful. I've been wanting to talk about that with people because I'm like, I know that The Last of Us Part 2 came out, but like let's talk about part mm-hmm. one still because I think that that was just so well done I love that it's it came out in 2013 yeah. and we're st- like I still know people who talk about it like it came out yeah yesterday. it was it's phenomenal like it's it's so fresh in my mind right now but like that's how I felt about Hellblade yeah. because it's it's dealing with psychosis and people who have mental health issues and I love how they not only go into that and the mental aspect of it but the history of Vikings yeah. like I'm a big Viking fan in general and just like learning about their history i can tell from uh the, from your, both your instagram the yes. pictures that you've sent us yeah. like it's very very apparent and i love it i have i yes i have for anyone that hasn't seen those i have a massive viking shield hanging on my wall with two axes and a sword and i also have like a helmet and everything and and i have you know like viking horn mugs and whatnot it's <laughs> crazy i just like learning about that history because it's it's not really recorded much because there were all it was all vocal and verbal history yeah. and language versus everyone else you know you can you can read up going back in history because they wrote things these things down and what you know about the vikings is what somebody else told you about it which is so fascinating to me but what hellblade does not only does it look into that and kind of like looking into what a tribe would be or you know you have the the chieftain or, or whatever the idea of a gelt and a gelt is someone who has some kind of sick some kind of mental health issue that made them a little too crazy to be around people. So what they would do is go on a quote-unquote journey into the woods where basically their tribe would kind of abandon them in the woods and tell them like, go figure this out, get rid of these demons inside of you, and then you can come back. And so we're following this character, Senua, her tribe, her people, her village have been completely wiped out. Like she comes back and her lover, Dillian, has been killed in in the form of a blood eagle which is like oh my god it's so gnarly and it just hits you emotionally but the entire time too she hears voices in her head and the way they design this is using a a binaural microphone and so the way they record they had they had performers literally going like right up into the microphone like this and like whispering and stuff (laughs) and then they had people like shouting way back here but it was like such an intimate experience because you can feel it like in in your left ear like someone breathing in it oh my god and it's the entire entire game and you're exhausted by the end of it yeah it can't help but appreciate such a strong attention to detail and sound design like that because i think that sound is the quickest way to get inside the head of your audience yeah you have sold me on this game by the way i was Uh, gonna say you had me like (laughs) totally and like the motion i'm so so glad and like the motion capture that they used too for senua like here's what's amazing is they got the edit one of the editors that was working on it is the actress for it they needed someone to kind of stay in and fill in and they're like oh hey would you like to just i think her name's melinda or millennia some it starts with an m i'm i'm butchering it right now but she she was literally like the editor that became the actress in it because she was just so 
good and so perfect for this role. And I was like, that's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, to go from being that's so cool behind the scenes to right in front of, of camera like that. But dude, oh, play it. That's another like eight hour experience. The first time I played it, it was like 8 p.m. And I decided I'm, I need to finish this game. I need to do it in one sit in. It, yeah. it changed me because of that. Is it for only for like, like a PC game? Is it? For... Um, it's definitely Xbox. It's Xbox. And I believe PlayStation or can you play it on PC. Let me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> P- yeah you can play it on ps4 yeah because i'm you have me pretty yeah pretty i gotta right say now. that's impressive that they you can play it on steam yeah you can play this you can play it on steam yeah okay. it's yeah it sounds like they did their homework too like with the with the world of the vikings and like making sure yes um mm-hmm. that they got it as accurate as they could especially considering much of their history they didn't preserve in writing it was told through someone else who interacted with yeah them. and the creators of the game have an entire behind the scenes feature film and various clips and shorts throughout the process of making it too which just makes it even more engaging i think for the viewer because like you go and have this experience and you're like oh my gosh what went into this and you hear about it and you're like oh my god i like applauding them like good job yeah (laughs) my god yeah i have to fight getting games like i keep them on the back burner and i like try and like mentally check out and forget because i can't keep up with all of them there's just way too many but one that i did pull the trigger on i i convinced myself that i was going to get two big games and that was death stranding which i played through and was absolutely Mm -hmm. phenomenal and then i got last of us too i i couldn't stop myself hideo kojima's uh death stranding is a phenomenal game it has a lot of the same kind of themes as last of us post-apocalyptic situation but it's kind of like humanity's last stand trying gain grips with like this clash of the ethereal plane where the afterlife is reclaiming the world Mm -hmm. hideo kojima undoubtedly proved his mastery with that game i think that's amazing by the way i sent you a text ignore that (laughs) it's my parent's dog (laughs) she's really cute i meant to send that to somebody else but there you go adorable oh my god coco so spoiled and i love her she doesn't look it she looks very humble in this photo my mother watches my streams and so does my brother my mm-hmm. family actually comes to watch my streams and everyone loves my my mom's dog coco and so she sends me like daily photos of her and now you have one so there you go i love it <laughs> that's so great though that your family comes i to know watch the streams because that that was always something for me video games sometimes get that rap of being like an isolating especially like a one-player game it's just you and and the right. screen. no one else around you but back in the day super nintendo sega genesis i can remember when my parents would allow us to take the game we just had it in our bedroom and hook the system up to the big screen out in the living room which of course was smaller than the tv screens are today Mm -hmm. for some strange reason it was one of the few things that brought my family together in one room for i don't know why it was either because we were playing the video games and like my my mother and my grandmother were very interested in it and wanted to play with us or it was like my dad who just enjoyed making in front of us for playing it or would like you know <laughs> tease us about it but yeah it was always weird like i had like a, a really special experience with with video games and that they they really created great memories for me when i was little and it brought just my whole family together why couldn't tell you that no that's so awesome though and i think it's really cool that our generation got to experience it in that format and so i think that's kind of how i approached twitch because what happened was i was playing all these single player games and i i, I don't know it, like what didn't feel right and so i ended up stopping 
I stopped streaming for like a month or so. And then I finally joined back up when, when my friend Michelle was like, hey, I'm doing this gaming video. I'm learning Fortnite. First time I'm ever playing video games and I'm learning Fortnite. I'd love to, you know, play with you if, if you're down. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. So in, let's do it. You know, we've been streaming for about, I don't know, like two months now, maybe three. Who knows? I literally, no, it's two. <laughs> Time doesn't mean anything anymore. At (laughs) all. Yeah. I looked at it like, oh, this could be a new way to just kind of get back into it. Michelle created her channel and and Garrett was, you know, he was going to be a part of that anyway. And then we got our friend Daniel to join in eventually because we were playing with a couple other people at the time. The first time I was streaming on my birthday was literally a way for me to hang out with my brother again because he's in the East Coast and I'm in the West. That's great. So I would always watch him play video games. And then this was my way of like, hey, I'm going to play because I know at, you know, five o'clock he ends his work day and he's going to eat dinner and every day he watches somebody play video games during that time and I'm like hey pick me this time to watch (laughs) so I hogged that time from him but it's been great to spend that time with him and you know hang out with my parents too just show them like hey here's not just a whole new world of things to do and watch but like here are my friends and watch us hang out and have a fun time yeah kind of let them into your mm -hmm. world a little bit and it's like I love how it brings people together like that there's that sense of community that I've noticed Twitch brings that you don't I don't know you don't seem to get in many other places which I think is really special about mm-hmm. the streamers and the people who interact with them in the chat and Han you've actually watched a lot more twitch than I have I mean I've watched some key people but you watch a good few people well yeah there's actually there's a few that I follow but a lot of them like I discovered on YouTube almost as like an archive I guess they'll like yeah. put up you know play streams that they've done in the past for the longest time I didn't realize twitch even existed for a while till like they started mentioning hey come follow on twitch and watch it live and I was like oh you mean you mean this is a thing? It's really interesting, like you said, because like it's that live interaction. Yeah, brings back that that nostalgic sort of feel that you had when you were playing games back in the day when you like rented them, like Mario Kart. Yes, I do love the ease of access in Twitch too, because when you go in, you can kind of look at a page of activities that are going on, or a page of games, or what what have you, and it's like, oh, I want to look at this thing, and then you, I find it very easy to catch on to streamers that I on topics that I relate to, and like the first time I looked it up was when I was considering getting Last of Us. I started watching a bunch of streams of people who are playing it. I was like, I I need to stop because I want to actually like play this game and enjoy it. And then I'm going to come back and like participate and like talk about this in the community. And I was like, got to learn all these people love this game as much as I do. It was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, what what is funny to me is we, for how big of a community it is, we still think it's like such a small world until we realize like, oh, I'm talking to people who are consistently coming and showing up that are from France and Switzerland and like South America (laughs) and Singapore and you know other parts of the of the states and just other parts of europe the netherlands and i'm like what this is nuts to me and they're they're there and they're consistently showing up you know friendships are are forming and it's really interesting too like you were saying han with youtube it's like yeah that that can be edited and the interactions you get are like people can comment on the video but it's nothing real time and so for people to consistently come back to that form friendships even within the chat like sometimes i don't need to do anything there's like three people just chatting away with one another <laughs> it's so funny and there's something that was so authentic about the live platform yeah. i think too because it's like you can't fake it yeah and it, one thing too it's been really cool and i think kind of i don't know if it's unique or, or not i really am trying to be like as authentic as possible and i think michelle and and garrett and daniel are doing the same thing as well because yeah th- this is live sure you kind of put on a bit of a show to an extent yeah you want to make it enjoyable but yesterday I had a I just was like in a crappy mood and I'm like hey guys sorry I'm in a crappy mood so 
oh, hold on, there's a train. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you got to own it, <laughs> you know, right? I'm a sound person. I care about these things. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, too, what's, what's nice about, like, when someone, because some of the streamers I watch, they'll say the same thing, be like, oh, it's just a bad day. But it, the people in chat, like, are, like, right there to the rescue. You know, even being like, hey, if you don't feel good or it's a bad day, you don't you don't have to worry about the stream. We understand. It's okay. Oh, I yeah. think that's what's so incredible. It's like, obviously, I'm sure, I don't know if you've ever run into, like, have you run into, like, any people who are trolling in the chat or, like, spammers? Oh, my or, God, like, yeah. So we have, I had no idea what a moderator was. What's been great is having somebody like Michelle, who's a, she's a YouTuber, Michelle Kare. You know, everyone kind of knows about her. She has over 2 million subscribers. And so when she- jaw just dropped. I know. And so whenever (laughs) she went over to Twitch, she was able to gain, she has like over 3000 followers on Twitch within a matter of weeks. We're like, what? This is nuts. But it's great because- That's crazy. We kind of learned quickly- and we've been able to grow quickly as well as a group. And we're like, what the heck's a moderator? Like, what are channel points? What are <laughs> what are like all these things? And these people are coming in to help and support us. And so we had someone, I mean, I didn't know what Discord was like two months ago. I'm like, what the heck is this thing now? Like, I got to get a whole <laughs> yeah. other app for, to like work this thing. What's a stream lab? What's an OBS? What? what? <laughs> so it, it was really great. It's been really great to have these people who are moderators that like, they know about about all of this and some of them are like I live to be a mod and I'm like this is great and what they do is they you know they get little these cute little icons that are swords on Twitch and so you can see if somebody is a moderator when they comment and so we have other yeah. people looking out in the chat for us because yeah we can't look at it every second and it's really hard to catch that kind of stuff so it's nice to have team that you know they're just they're like volunteering to be there you know we're not really we're not getting any money from this and they're not either so yeah it's it's great to have people just who genuinely care and genuinely like want to make sure you have fun and they're there to keep you safe too yeah it's really it's just another level of community building too it's like there's not just the people you know coming in and you're making friends within like the chat and the stream but it's like right there's also the people behind behind the actual production that like you know you're making lifelong friends it seems with yeah no we have this guy ofanio he created this entire discord but like he is a master wizard moderator he's so amazing and then we have Valeron who's from Switzerland he's really great because he gives us a lot of good tips and advice because he streams as well and he's like oh this is kind of what I've experienced and then we also have a couple other mods we have Tessa who's from Ohio and she's just she's just this badass she's amazing she's so encouraging and inviting the people and someone from Singapore who will stay awake she will wake up at three in the morning to watch our streams and i'm like oh my gosh girl you okay (laughs) (laughs) she's honestly i feel like the biggest cheerleader i've ever had she's so supportive and she's just like everyone's great like (laughs) you're all you're all amazing i'm proud of you guys and i'm like that's awesome oh my goodness it's amazing that you're even awake right now like thank you for sacrificing (laughs) your sleep to be here (laughs) i was gonna say i mean i know myself in general like i i am i'm always up watching some silly thing at some ungodly hour and that's that's awesome that like like people are actually rallying around you and yeah. you know that stuff is being used towards a positive <laughs> positive end. yeah and what we do too is is we've we've definitely learned like who our audience is and after you know over time as you start to grow and and see who becomes a bit more of a regular it's easier to kind of start to cater towards their time and so what we've done is is created a schedule where we stream as a full group of alpha team bravo we will stream three times a 
week on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. And then on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. So that, you know, anyone that is on a different time zone, they can catch that stream. On Fridays today, <clears throat> we will stream Dan just Daniel and I and we'll do our like retro rewinds. We'll play all these old games. And uh, right now we're just going through Ocarina of Time for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Which is, it's just great that we can do that. Yeah, you're now making me want to go back through Ocarina of Time. Yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, you should. It's so good. I like, there's so much I forgot about it. And it's great to be able to play in a way like that's easy enough to do it as a solo game. But to be able to play this with my friend Daniel, you know, like his and his whole Twitch channel is D Douchebaggins. This is his username <laughs> with like rainbow poops. Oh my God. And so people call us. It's amazing. That's so great. Yeah, I've seen your I've seen a couple of your uh, your Insta stories and stuff of it's like gamer and I'm like, oh, it's so right. Good. It's pretty great. But yeah, that's so nice. That now, when you guys do like the, the stream together, are you are you both streaming separately? If I were to like look it up on the oh, my God, on Twitch, I forgot the name <laughs> of the thing there for a second. Oh, no. Put put me away. Too late. You're going to have to hire Lock someone him up. else. Put him in the box. Um, Do you guys like are you streaming on one? Like I see sometimes with like D&D people are all like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're separate cameras, but they're all on one stream together. Are you guys doing it sort of like that? Or is it more that you're both streaming separately, but like linked through like Discord or, or something like that? Yeah. So part of the chaos that comes with what we do is we, especially whenever all four of us are playing, we all stream at the same time. And that's that's what makes okay. it fun. And, and there are a couple of different ways you can actually watch all four streams at once and so there's there's this website called multi-stream so you just put whatever streams you want to put in and you, you can say okay multi-stream so what we do is we have timed things in our chat or commands that someone can press of like you know exclamation point multi and then boom the link for the multi stream pops up so you can see everyone's different streams simultaneously and so we usually tell them like hey pick one person to listen to their audio and then you can just see all of our different mic angles when we're playing something like Fortnite or if Daniel and I are racing you can have both of our screens right up next to each other and for the most part I feel like they're they're fairly synced up obviously they like there's a little lag here and there but you know having that audio from one person makes it a lot easier yeah what we would love to do it's called co-streaming so there's a difference between co-streaming versus multi-streaming multi-stream is for affiliates or anyone else that is like us that are very we lads and new to the whole streaming thing and we can't you know we're not what's called a partner and so what twitch will do is they'll partner up with certain streamers and if you are a partner people can actually co-stream together where viewers can then select which screen to look at but it's all like one channel i'm still figuring that out but we're not there yet it's gonna be a while <laughs> i'm gonna say you, you guys are definitely still building your platform mm -hmm. and getting there so like i think i think you're allowed yeah. to, to have a climbing period oh, totally but we've been able to figure out a way for people to watch all four of us at once and it's great because we kind of have our screen set up pretty similarly so that you can just look okay here's here's everyone right there and it's it's worked for the most part pretty well on mobile and laptops and ipads and everything and you can actually toggle through the chats too within one screen instead of like having to go to each person's page so there's been there's been a couple bugs but for the most part it's been great and people have been enjoying that for sure because they're like wow this is pure chaos <laughs> <laughs> 
as long as you own it. Oh yeah, yeah. We are we really are the most chaotic group, I think, on Twitch right now. No, probably not, but that I know of cuz I don't know very many people. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know you guys do play D&D. Have you done any streaming of playing D&D? We yet? have not. We've been trying to convince Garrett to do that because he had and his writing partner, Nick Hurd, have just finished writing and preparing their campaign, home, Complete Homebrew. They've been working on it for two yes. years. It's, yes. Wow. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Yes, and, <laughs> and I want to witness it, and I'm like, Garrett, can you please record this? Can you please stream this? And... He yeah. he wants to, but the problem is, it's like it's his very first time running it, and he wants to be, you know, like they want to focus and that's fair. on I can that. Understand yeah. That. So we're like, is there yeah. a way we can do like a recap or something? Because it just sounds incredible. Yeah. We've been talking about doing something like that in the near future, but right now we're we're kind of sticking to video games and just figuring out what route we want to take soon. Because pretty soon Michelle is actually going to be adding a new channel on YouTube, and it's going to be a pure gaming channel. Nice. We're really excited about that and it's going to be you know just lots lots more gaming happening pretty soon <laughs> yeah because you know me and han are huge dnd nuts we we love all things i love D&D. D&D. i follow i follow critical role and all their dealings and all their craziness and like i just want to infect the world with dmd and get more people playing mm-hmm. it <laughs> well it's such a great writing exercise too i like it for that as well it's i mean that's essentially what it is yeah it's like you know come up with a character and tell a story together yeah which i was always like man why didn't why didn't we play some dnd back in back in point park when we were trying to when we were trying to do right? some writing yeah that that was a mistake that we didn't <laughs> <laughs> they should they need to have like a whole class like that's you just play D for the semester cool great <laughs> i agree be amazing yeah yeah no i love yeah, it i'd be all about it's, that it's such a great uh, yeah writing exercise for sure yeah yeah because i think what's really interesting like what i've always liked about D was that it sort of encourages you to make characters that aren't overpowered or like you know like you can't have someone that can just do it all you know you kind of have to give up something you know if you want to be more have more wisdom but then you got to take away some of the strength you, you want to play that character and play into their like faults their strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. to help tell the better story which i think is is, is really interesting and unique to D. oh absolutely yeah oh it's great have either of you guys looked into wormwood at all wormwood oh my with a god y. yes oh i need to i, I need them. to not because uh they just make amazing stuff i've sev- i've on more than one occasion follow fallen down the spiral of their youtube channel because it is yep. like they are a fascinating company to watch because they literally just like film all the good and bad that happens behind their closed mm-hmm. doors. And it's actually funny that it's actually gotten them into several borderline lawsuit situations because like they literally show almost all their business dealings on their YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, they do. They are very um, open book <laughs> for sure. And I love it. I love how open and honest they are. It's just, it. I have never seen anything quite like that. Yep. And it's all like completely wrapped around like all the same kind of stuff that I love. Like like they have in their workshop, because uh, I should explain what they actually do. They're, they're a company that make um, peripherals for D&D gameplay so like they have all kinds of dice vaults and stuff all kinds of D- dm screens it's the toy store <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> they just like have all kinds of nerd stuff in their in their company like they run harry potter houses to compete for points in their actual shop and it's just like it's, it's funny how like they get super competitive about like the most nerdy stuff and like it's like you, you watch that youtube channel and you're like i want to go learn woodwicking and work for these people so like <laughs> 
Yes, 100%. I I very much am like, if I wasn't a sound designer and making movies, like, that's what I would want to do. If, you know, Twitch becomes my main job and, you know, I can do something like play video games Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and then Wednesdays and Fridays are, are like a critical role style, like D&D, like, who wouldn't love that, you know? And yeah. I just, I love that I get to to do this with my friends like I think that's been more important for me than the the like quote-unquote business side of things because I'm like I could do literally anything I would want in terms of of streaming but doing it with friends and and having a particular subject is just it just makes it way more fun yeah but like uh, that's interesting that you bring that up like one of the streamers I follow he actually does it now Mm full-time and I think what's interesting is like I think the job he had before I think it was an engineering job he made money-wise he made a lot lot more than he does on twitch but he chose to do twitch because he was like you know i had to take a pay cut but it it was much it was worth it he thought like if i get to play you know games every day and you know hang out with the community so yeah i think that's a testament to what you said how like yeah who who wouldn't want (laughs) right to be able to do that for a living i'm like listen give me that or like i'll i'll work at some kind of what's the word like a brewery or something because i just i like beer just as much you know i'm like and around town i know i know han and i have talked about this quite a bit there have been a ton of breweries popping up in pittsburgh it's nuts i've noticed that there yeah what are some good ones what are some new ones um wiggle whiskey not all that long long ago kicked off and started their whole thing up there's just been tons and tons and every time i blink it's like there's five more (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I've definitely become a really big fan of stouts lately. That's, that's my go-to and, Ooh, yeah. I get the, the dang dryer machine. I, 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 that's so funny. I, (laughs) it's a squeaky boy. I keep hitting the mute button on and off. Like I've been doing that like the whole time. Strategically trying to isolate (laughs) when I'm not, when I'm not talking, I've been hitting the mute button and I'm like, ah, I'm so embarrassed. Somebody farting. Who has a high pitched <laughs> fart back there? I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. Shut up. Right We're now. trying to do a show I'm, here. I'm in, I'm in front of a professional sound designer, and here, <laughs> here the and, the and the dryer keeps going off in the background. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no, I definitely hear it. Yeah, you're doing great. I'm proud of you. Um. Well, thank you. <laughs> From my end, it's it sounds like it's something that would be really easy for me to clean up just as a sound person because uh, I'm only hearing the really high end squeaky, but I'm guessing there's a lot more coming in. But that, you know, it's fine. Well, it, it, it is just the high end squeaky, but like it, it, it fluctuates. Like, see, now it's not doing it. Yeah, it goes. Ee, it's something with the belt. Ee. Yeah. And then it'll just. And every time I'm like, oh, okay, I think it stopped. I can I can unmute again. And then it comes back. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be super embarrassed for you to watch the show, too, now. Because, like, I'm going to be like, I'm, <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, I'm sound design work in front of a pro. Oh, my God. It's going to make no, me look bad. I can, I can show you the ways. I call it reverse Bob Ross <laughs> painting. Yes. <laughs> There is, have you found, there's a Bob Ross. Some, ha- some happy little audio trees. That was one of the things that got me into Twitch too, was there's a Bob Ross channel. Like it's just I, shows all his you, old. You know, I know of this and it's great. It's so I relaxing. And he's just, God, what a happy man. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, cool. Infectious spirit. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is like Twitch, you know, everyone really assumes, always assumes that it's just for video games, but it really is for any kind of medium out there. You know, I, I there's been a couple of times I've done 
uh, just chatting where it's like, hey, we're we're literally gonna talk for like four hours if you guys are cool with that. Cool, cool, sweet. And then there's you know there's things like baking. They have you know all yeah. kinds of culinary stuff. You can do what's the word? You can make alcohol. <laughs> oh, they have people that like, will, like bartender stuff, but not. What's oh, the nice. word for that? Mixology. Thank you. <laughs> yep. My I had to brain, think. I was, I was right there with you. <laughs> my brain is not working right now. Yes, they have a whole like mixology thing, and uh, yeah, and there's just it's really cool how how many different types of things are out there for people. Uh, there's music only. Like some people will have a band and they'll play music together, and I'm like, that's cool to me. That's real just, cool. Like, make yeah, stuff it seems up. like a lot of people do like they'll do like DJing is another one I see a mm-hmm. lot of that'll come out podcasts on there one that like gets me i guess i just don't grasp it is the asmr yeah that's another big thing that's that's probably the only one that i'm like what is this i still don't i guess it's just like is it someone just doing like noises is that is that essentially what it is or i don't even know what does asmr stand for Uh, (laughs) is it like audio sensory something i don't know that sounds good i i I don't know if it's supposed to be like something like that just well it's not just yeah the noises it's not just like someone going like hey what's up there you know (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's all i could come up with no like literally like people do asmr for like a controller so you could just be like i'm glad you guys actually stopped and listened to that (laughs) I, yeah, of course I, I did. To, I had to. I was like, let me see what this is. It's about. like people well, find it, that yeah, soothing. You, you set it up so well, I couldn't. You deny know, it. people find that to be <laughs> well, so it, soothing for some reason. Yeah, it sounds like almost like a, like a uh, what's the term? I've like seen a, entire ones of like somebody just taking a note. Like here's my leather notebook. Like, mm, like see, yeah. I look at it. You see, you get a free ASMR session with your. Podcast. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. That's free ninety nine. The way I look at <laughs> ASMR is very much like. I'm a sound designer, so I'm, like, always trying to, like, ASMR is what I do for my job because I'm literally, like, grabbing something and I'm, like, okay, how do you, how do you, like, work? And I, like, bang things together and I hope for the best. I'm, like, what? Does this? Good? Ah, That, that, that. Good? Okay. (laughs) And, like, I just make weird sounds all the time. And so I'm, like, ASMR is just showing, like, what I just do for a job. And (laughs) I don't know. It's it's funny to me. And there's an audience. Well, it almost looks like someone took, like, the the Foley artist idea. Yeah. And just said, I'm just going to do it live. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And, and, you know, people found a way to make that meditative and a relaxing experience. It's it's kind of similar as, say, you were going to record the sound of, like, a river flowing. And you're at, like, a lake. And you have the trees coming by and the wind blowing through and like you hear the crunch of footsteps or whatever. I was talking about that a lot on Michelle and Garrett's podcast. ASMR is just a very specific version of that. Like, let's just focus on one thing and like make that relaxing because I don't know. Sounds are weird. Sounds are very <laughs> right? weird. Oh, speaking of sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's really making itself present. <laughs> that was well, that was too like, perfect. Brian, I think you mentioned it earlier, like I think I think maybe was Spielberg had this quote where like an audience will be more quick to dismiss a movie if the sound isn't working as opposed mm-hmm. to if like the picture's not there. You know what I mean? Like yeah, hundred percent. You know, and I think that's really interesting about how like how powerful sound is when it comes at, specifically to like a visual like yeah. You know, I think you said Twitch that backwards, gaming. but yes. 
<laughs> Did I say it backwards? I think you said, yeah, because they're quicker to dismiss sound, bad sound because they're not. They're quicker to dismiss bad picture than bad yeah. sound. Yeah, okay, yes. Because, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because it's <laughs> the thing is you can always close your eyes, but you can't close your ears. <laughs> exactly. It's really interesting. Yeah, and I, I've noticed it too. Like, I, I've one movie, Mother, actually, like, a lot of people ragged on that movie, but, like, if nothing else, you have to, like, own up that that movie has unbelievable sound design. I have not seen Mother. It has, like, this, there's some scenes that have this, like, deep echoey like you almost get lost in like the mix mm. and i'm just, like so as much blown away by a an extremely good mix as i am by something that's extremely well shot me too buddy and I, I, I don't hear enough people talking about that because i've seen i've heard some mixes that have genuinely blown me away <sighs> me too buddy we gotta talk more <laughs> we do we definitely <laughs> um do. yeah no but it's uh it's really cool how how much content is out there and how easy it is for people to interact in such an instant way on Twitch versus something like a YouTube or like Spotify or Soundly or any any of these other types of platforms. Well, yeah, and I've heard like, again, with the streamers I follow, I, th I think like a lot of them maybe started on YouTube or at least before there was this whole live gaming. Exactly. Thing. They would put up like playthroughs, mm -hmm. walkthroughs, and they built their audience. And then they a lot of them have said, at least in their streams, that they feel Twitch is more creator and community friendly. Like it's easier for you to interact and work with your community and your audience as opposed to YouTube now. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree with that and definitely commend the people that have taken the time to put that together. And there was Mixer was alive for a while too. That was another way people were streaming, but that died. Yeah. I remember, uh, I think Han and I did a few of those. Yeah. Um, a while back. Yeah, yeah Mixer died. It did. Unfortunately, did yeah. Did we do We those? did, yeah. <laughs> we did some stuff with Brandon, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, we did. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walls. Oh, I peaked there. Oh, God. <laughs> feels It feels simultaneously so long ago and like it was last week. Mm -hmm. Again, time means nothing anymore. We're living in a strange age. I, I know. I have, to, I have to like wake up and remind myself. Oh, you, it's, you oh, it's, said it's it, today. Buddy. Today is today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you said it, man. I had a whole thing with Ashley Johnson. She's had this kind of crazy career where she's kind of navigated in and out of the Hollywood eye and in with the online community. So, like, she's kind of drudged up into this critical role situation where she's online playing D&D. &D. She does a lot of playthroughs of stuff. I know she did a big, long series playing through Inside, which was the sister project of Limbo, which I found very, one of the one of the ways I actually caught on to her. Oh, this is triggering my memory. I started playing Inside yesterday mm -hmm. and I was like, it's I so feel good, like right? I've seen this before. Why, why do I feel like I've seen this recently. This is a good game. Yeah. And I was like, have I played this? Maybe I have and I don't remember it. Like, did I stream this? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> and yes, yeah, yeah. she, she did. You're right. That was where I saw it. Yeah. And she's she's just had a, a crazy all over the place career and I love it. Mm -hmm. She had a bit part in the Avengers that was originally written and performed as a longer piece where actually Captain America and her character fall in love, but they kind of like pulled that whole storyline out of it to a large extent. She was just kind of like this small little character character in like the final cut of the movie but wait she's she's still she's, is she the restaurant girl um, yeah oh my god i never realized that yeah she was gonna be steve rogers love interest post uh peggy carter oh my god um, i didn't i never knew that i didn't realize that which yeah well yeah because there's, there's a whole like scene they deleted where he i, I think right right yeah after he rescues her there's like this whole thing that they get into that they were gonna stretch into like
like Winter Soldier and a few other things. Yeah. But they went in a different direction. But this okay, this is totally off topic. So <laughs> spoilers if no one's seen the Marvel movies. Was he always married to to Carter that whole time in that time loop? That's how I is that is that how we're supposed to take it? Ooh, yeah. There are little subtle hints that that's the case, but they're all things that can work in another direction. Okay, like like in Winter Soldier, she references her husband. Also in First Avenger, she mentions that Steve Rogers saved saved a bunch of people, and then including the man that eventually become my husband. And it's it's like okay, is that an allusion to her himself? Like yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a whole side thing. Yes. But yeah, yeah. That that if you follow that thread through the whole MCU, because it it's like one of those things that they have played so carefully to fit from like multiple different angles. But Interesting. Yeah, real cool. Real cool stuff. I, I I love all the time travel stuff. Yeah. And also, as as I keep subtly plugging away in the podcast, and we're <laughs> inevitably going to do a dark episode, but I love dark and I love time travel and I love anything that deals with time travel. I will talk about time travel till I'm blue in the face. Yeah, I've only seen season one of that show but it was good tell han to watch it because i've been nagging him for three years i know well hey i got my my um imaginary kids to tuck in at night exactly so you know i got this and whole i get it. Life. you got your responsibilities <laughs> i got my responsibilities here man okay? nice it, it's yeah. it's really hard doing that okay so let's <laughs> incredible <laughs> i think but, i'm just um, so afraid it's gonna like because it's dark it's gonna become reality like, yes <laughs> yes i'm like I'm like, oh God, what else can happen now? I'm mm. just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that's like, why I'm like going back to like things I've already seen. And I'm like, okay, I know what to expect. I know yeah. what's going to happen. Whereas in dark, I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, at the risk of going down a whole time travel spiral, I'm going to move on. Yes. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> Save that for another day. Oh, we were talking about Ashley Johnson. Yeah. So she she did that. And then uh, along the way, she, through all that chaos, she got involved with Naughty Dog and Neil Druckmann to do the first Last of Us. She was much older than Ellie, the character she was playing, but she has such an innocent and youthful sounding voice that it works so perfectly. Everyone in Critical Role is a phenomenal voice actor and actress. Like, oh my God, let me yeah. tell you. And it's really impressive just to see how they can do, it's it's like some of the most subtle things with their voices. And it's been funny because we've had a lot of people just comment because we, we just make weird sounds all the time on our streams on Twitch and they're like, you guys should yeah. actually do voice acting. Hilariously enough, like I've somehow slowly started to find that community just because you know i had a couple people reaching out to me or just in general they're like hey here's here's my voiceover thing like what do you guys think i mean someone would comment something and they're like oh like they're just trying to figure out like how do i get rid of a mouth clicking and popping and me like i do audio for a living i'm just like oh it's you know just a quick little scuba de bouche and uh you're done and they're like <laughs> what tell me more it's just really funny so i've been like being i've been able to what is this new devilry <laughs> i know i've been able to like meet some really cool people just in the voiceover community and it made me really appreciate someone like ashley johnson more and and literally yeah. the entire critical world team because they they are all phenomenally talented like laura bailey is also like amazing what she can do with her voice like wow their whole platform for getting those types of people involved is such a genius thing mm -hmm. for playing D D, it just sucks you down into that that world building just that extra little bit yeah and like to ha like it you really feel like you're you're dealing with like living breathing characters because they they literally breathe life into them yeah and it's really cool because it you know it's like you get to watch this like every thursday evening you know on twitch you get to go watch these guys play D D, and they're smart too with with their 
their platform because they realize how big their audience is. Like literally if you click on a critical role stream, the number will shoot from like two to 15,000 within three seconds. And it's, it literally is mind blowing. They know that they can't cater to everybody at that time. So what they do is, is what's called a rerun and they'll have two reruns after their main live stream so that people can still catch it on Twitch live. And then it goes on YouTube about two days later. And I'm like, that's genius. So they, they really try to get as many people engaged as possible and, and reach all these, all these different groups. Every Twitch stream is like three, four hours long, at least. Some people will do like 12 hour streams. And I'm like, what do you do for 12 hours? How many times am I going (laughs) to pee in that time? Like, that's what my brain's thinking. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I've even seen some people do like 24 hour streams or like, I'll hear people push for a 24 hour stream and someone will be like, no, don't, don't do a 24 hour stream. Yeah. Yeah. My one friend Austin tried to do one a few years ago and I I remember him. Like I talked to him like, like in the, the, the immediate wake of it. I'm like, how you doing, bud? Yeah. (laughs) I'll do an eight hour. I will. I think I'll do one eight hour because I'm able to, my last two streams, except today, we, we did stop a bit short just because I was having a lot of glitching issues with my game and I had to like go back and whatnot. And I also want to make sure to be in time for this podcast. Yeah. I had two streams that were over four hours, but they were both specifically like exactly four hours and 20 minutes. And I'm like, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. But yeah, and I have an average of 6.9 viewers too, which is cool. So like things are looking up for me. That's awesome. <laughs> and how did you, like, I know you mentioned it before, but did you find it easier, like, when you were try- starting to, like, build followers of community? You said you found it easier, like, when you started working with your friends rather than just going, like, alone in the beginning? The thing for me is, like, going solo whenever you don't have a whole lot going on with the chat. You're like, well, what do I talk about? Well, it's mm-hmm. just this video game that's in front of me and it's just not as engaging for me at least I I don't know about viewers I don't really know what they wanted or didn't and I also realized too like I'm playing video games that are much much older that other people have seen been played over a million times you know yeah and 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 so like you know not someone's not going to want to watch Portal versus The Last of Us Part 2 that just came out or Ghosts of um, Tsushima that just that literally just came out and everyone's playing that right now which is awesome yeah I just I just remember that that came out actually yeah Really, no, everyone's really playing play that, that right now. It's really cool. It's a really cool game to watch. And we're, pl- you know, we're still playing Fortnite. We're playing like the same game over and over again. But it's easier for yeah. me whenever I'm playing with somebody else because at least there's someone I can talk to during that that is sharing the same experience as me. And if I, if we have zero viewers, if we have 200 viewers, it really doesn't change how we interact with each other. But how we interact with the chat, you know, that's how yeah. that allows it to open up but then again if you get as big as someone like a critical role like they really don't interact with their chat as much just because it is like a full-on production i mean that's a whole different ballpark yeah yeah that's kind of a different animal because they're they're doing their own thing within yeah they're basically it's like here's a live show or like a semi-live taping i think they even record their shows a bit earlier yeah that wouldn't surprise me yeah i don't i don't remember but yeah they they basically you know interact with the chat very very little but you know for us we're so small like i said we have very very few people i think i had like about 17 people tops in my stream today which is honestly really great it's very manageable to be able to chat with that many people at once yeah obviously jumping in with someone like her who's a youtuber like she's coming in with a following so it's a lot easier for us to grow yeah it also seems like you have a lot of loyal people who 
who are coming back time and time again, yeah. which is really cool because you're building that core group of people who are going to watch you regularly. Yeah, it's actually really cool. That's where we got all of our mods from in the first place because there were these people that just kept coming back and watching our streams over and over. Michelle was like, oh, well, yeah, no, definitely. Like, please be a mod. And like, I don't know anything about Twitch. Like, help us, please. <laughs> <laughs> And, and now it's like, oh, we do have regular people that will come and, and view and just watch. From there, being able to find ways to keep new people engaged or, or have new people engage and keep the engagement with your people that are constantly there, you know? So you come up with different channel rewards or here's a goal that I want to try and reach. Yeah. Today, I was like, all right, my channel points are called shields because I have, you know, this whole Viking thing going on. So I want to build like a shield wall. If we can raise 40,000 shields shields i will wear an entire viking costume for the entirety of the next (laughs) stream we hit that within i think it was like 20 days or so or a little bit less than that they were able to just donate their shields and it's it costs no money to anybody it's just like here's something that's just fun and engaging or i have little things it's like for 300 shields and you get 10 shields for every couple minutes you watch or something so it's easy to like build up on it especially when you're watching it for hours and i have a tnt mode where i just throw whatever grenades are on my person in my immediate area tell my teammates and hope for the best that we don't die yeah (laughs) my teammates hate it (laughs) for obvious reasons it keeps people engaged especially when you're doing the same thing over and over again so it's like all right how do we how do we make things fun for the chat as well yeah i think that's super cool because like you have so many creative ways to just keep people engaged you guys are already off on such a great footing it seems i've only watched you guys a handful of times but it, it's a lot of fun. So oh, thank you. It. Yeah, we we definitely have a great time doing it. It is it's really fun. And like I said, it's for me the reason why I do it. It's not for the business side of it. It's not for the financial game. It is a dedicated amount of time every week that I'm for sure socializing and hanging out with people. To me, that's great because I am such an extrovert. For us to have this little community and this little campfire, if you will, that we all kind of come back to every week makes it so. Rough rewarding and so worth it and i i absolutely love it honestly if you guys i'm gonna plug some channels here please follow garrett kennel do it yeah please follow garrett kennel he has the number one corn themed twitch channel on all of twitch he's the only one (laughs) but it's corn themed it's amazing michelle Carre, also follow her on youtube and then daniel it's his username is d douchebaggins so it's all (laughs) twitch.tv backslash and then those people's names and then mine i didn't even say my own channel name i'm sound shield maiden it's very very aggressively viking and very sound related because that's that's my two interests i'm gonna say that's all you yeah but it's been so much fun I love coming back to it every week and it's it's really great to even be able to talk about something like this on your podcast too and just like oh, yeah. thank you so much well, for inviting me. Yes. <laughs> like you we're we're starting out fresh. We're only a few episodes in. So. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I think you I'm hit really it excited this nail about on the this. head too. Uh like Twitch is a campfire. I think that's like a perfect way. Yeah. Like when you said really that just now I was like, yeah, that that really is like it's a digital campfire almost. Yeah, it is. I love it so much. Anyone can come to it at any point. I think you should definitely play that up as a theme. Too. I think that could be really I cool. I think that's a great idea. I like that. Thank you. That could be real cool. I'd, I'd, I'd for sure participate in that. Right? And what a way to tie in the Viking theme, too. Oh, yeah. I, I love all the Viking games. The one I'm very excited about coming out next. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah. I was just going to say. Yes. I heard what they were doing with it. That game looks so good. I'm very excited to play it. I can't wait. I love the whole world around Assassin's Creed in general, but then you put that in there with it. Right? Yeah. Well, that's like, I know I enjoy 
enjoyed Odyssey so much because I like I really like you know ancient Greece to be able to be put back yeah right during that time during what a the title Peloponnesian too War. Assassin's yeah. Creed Valhalla like yeah. ah, mm, rolls off the tongue so choice Alrighty, so I think that that covers Twitch for us. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Christina, and being a part of our, our show today. Thank you so much, Christina. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. This was this was really fun, just getting to chat with you, hang out. Yeah, good little session, and I, I was I was really happy that I had I could free up the time today, and I was able to watch your stream. And I hope that you you guys continue to grow. It's it's such a great stream, and I I love Zelda, and I loved that I I realized that you and I share that connecting with people and finding things of mutual interest like that is so cool. Yeah, it's really cool how. There's there's such a massive world out there of stories and video games because you can go so retro or you can go to the latest thing and you're always going to connect with a massive group. And I love how it's, it's just it could be someone on the other side of the world entirely or someone from like your hometown that you haven't caught up with in a minute. And so I'm glad like, you know, have these kind of chat, these yeah. conversations amazing. Yeah. And I mean, that's what all our show is entirely about is just sharing our love of storytelling. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh man, it's uh, like I was like, no, don't do it. Oh, not now. No, don't do it. And then it keeps coming on. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, oh no, can they can they hear that? And I'm like, I'm gonna have to mute it. It's it's like you have a fart that you're trying to keep in, but it's like the dryer. It's the-